Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What would you do if you found out that your pregnant wife actually had the same father as you? Well, unfortunately for this couple, that is exactly what happens in this story. Let's see what happens next. I discovered that my wife and I share the same biological father. We have a child on the way. What do we do and what happens next? My wife and I have recently discovered that we share the same dad. We've been together for eight years and married earlier this year. We own our own home and we're expecting our first child in March 2020. Our biological father is still alive, but we don't want anything to do with him because of this and because he was a trashy person. From what I understand, my father, who is persona non grata in both households, did not remain in our mother's lives for long. And while I know a brief bit of info about him, my partner didn't as he was an all around trashy person. Neither of our mums named him on the birth certificate as the father. And in my wife's case, she knew her mum's long-term boyfriend as a father while I gained a stepdad. Our parents do not know about this and we're not even sure if we should say anything. I won't disclose how we found out, but I suppose I just wanted a bit of closure. And her mum, who is one of my close friends, admitted to me at a rough moment that her daughter's dad was X and how he was, etc. And this, combined with other info, made it clear. We've had a private DNA test taken and the results suggested we were half siblings. Despite this, our feelings for each other have not changed and we do not want to split. We've known each other since starting school and we've been through some hard times together. I'm afraid of what this means for us and our child, if that means that he'll have any health complications in life. My wife doesn't believe in abortion personally and does not want to wish to terminate her first pregnancy, nor do I want her to. So we mean to see it through and hope for the best. We are lucky in that way, that we don't have a history of illness in our mum's families at least. So hopefully that is better luck than some. I know incest is against the law and I'm terrified that we could be found out if anyone looked into our histories. Or if they, I heard they do this, take a DNA sample of our son for genetic testing to make sure he has no health problems and what could happen to us. I'm not even sure what to do, except maybe ensure that we do not have more biological children, even if our child turns out without a problem, just to be safe and adopt or something instead. I don't want anyone to find out, so I'm keeping info to minimum and I will not let anything separate us and neither will she. What could happen to us? What can or should we do? Should I just bury it? I am in England. So what I've just read there was originally posted in r slash legal advice UK. So OP was clearly looking for legitimate advice as to what to do next. I've picked out, in my opinion, the best comment with some very good advice. Here we go. We can obviously not advise you to commit criminal offenses, which means that if you were to have penetrative sex now, that would be an offense, contrary to S64 and S65 of the Sexual Offenses Act 2003, here in the UK. But for any penetrative sex before you knew, you would likely be okay, as a requirement is, 
person A knows or could reasonably be expected to know that he is related to person B in that way, which of course you didn't. So that previous activity is most likely fine. Assuming that you'll be essentially abstinence or refraining from penetration in future, then your main issue will be the practicalities. You can try and hide it, of course, but what if your child does a DIY DNA testing in the future? That could be interesting. Gambling with the consequences, or you can deal with it now. The main immediate consequence will be that a marriage within the prohibited degrees of affinity is void. Half-brothers and half-sisters are included in the Marriage Act of 1949. If it were to be found out through some means that you were married, then the Queen's Proctor could bring an action in the family division to recognize that the marriage is void. As for the child, the local authority would almost certainly be involved in the usual way. And OP goes on to list an example of where this has happened before. As to what you should do though, I'm afraid that is not something this sub can really help you with. I would seek professional support. This is not a unique situation, but of course, it will need very specialized services. Best of luck. So to sum up, what's happened already hasn't really strictly been illegal because you didn't know, but what happens in the future definitely will be, and your marriage technically is voided if people find out. But we have an update from OP as to what they decided to do next. I originally asked for some advice and reassurance here last year. I wanted to let people know that our child was born and is a healthy but very tiring baby. We've taken steps to check on their health and there is nothing out of the ordinary. Thank you to everyone who gave us advice and assurance. We're doing fine, or at least as fine as new parents can be. Our biological father has apparently died over the winter and hopefully anything he knew died with him. My wife and I have reaffirmed that we will stay together no matter what, but we will be taking steps to ensure we don't have any more biological children to minimize the risk to a child. She's got a baby brain at the moment, but if it did come to it, we would consider fostering or a adoption at a stretch. I don't know if we'd be looked into for that. It's not on our list of priorities right now, but yeah, thank you. So that concludes that debacle. I mean, honestly, one of the worst things that could possibly happen to you. Imagine being in that situation and finding out that your pregnant wife is actually your stepsister. I, I just it's it's unbelievable if you are watching on youtube get in the comments down below answer me honestly how would you react what would you do would you keep the baby like you know it's so deep i, I don't even know what i'd say here it's just a crazy situation and wow op and your wife i'm so sorry that this is what you're living with now all right then that is the first story of today's episode done let's move on to the second which is slightly more light-hearted Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. I don't care if you're starving. The customer always comes first. All right, Reddit. So normally I'd make a throwaway account for this type of trash, but not today. I'm so fuming I don't even care. So anyway, here is the story. It's 2 p.m. today and I am starving. 
I'm just coming back from the fast food joint down the street and I'm walking towards the break room with my food in hand, hoping to enjoy a quiet, peaceful lunch to re-energize myself so I can continue dealing with the endless waves of snarky customers that my workplace is notorious for attracting. As I'm getting to the door, this blonde woman around her 50s begins to follow me. I can feel her following me. And she begins to do that psst noise that is so freaking annoying. She does it about three times or so, but I ignore her since, you know, I'm not a freaking dog or something. After she realizes that I'm not going to react to her summons, the conversation goes a little something like this. Excuse me, she says. Oh, sorry, mom. I'm on a break right now. But let me get one of the other employees to help you out at this point I begin to reach for my walkie-talkie to call someone to the aisle for help, but she isn't having any of it What I will not be treated like this I'm a valued customer and I demand to be treated as such you will provide your service to me right now And that is that no questions asked mom I'd be happy to help you but my lunch break is only 30 minutes I don't give a dang. I don't care if you're starving. The customer always comes first. At this point, I didn't even retaliate. I just turned around and ignored her as I walked into the break room with my key and shut the door behind me. She began to angrily pound on it for a few seconds until she finally stopped, presumably because a co-worker came to the rescue. I later found out that she complained to the manager. And of course, the manager simply brown-nosed her and told her that I would be dealt with, as an employee should never refuse service to a customer, even if they're on a break. This supposedly applies even if I call an employee over the walkie for help. Honestly, I'm just venting. I'm getting sick and freaking tired of this company and the management, especially the customers though. Anyway, there's my rant. What the frick is wrong with people, man? Now, people in the comments of this post, which was originally posted on r slash tales from retail, gave OP some very helpful advice, which she put into practice. Here is an update. So then, I decided to follow your guys' advice, and so I called corporate to claim that I was basically reprimanded for following policy and refusing service to a customer during my break. Of course, corporate immediately sided with me, and everything seemed like it was going to be fixed, and my name would be cleared. But no, of course not. In the world of retail, things aren't always so clear-cut. Lo and behold, there's another factor here. The freaking female dog apparently called corporate herself and basically demanded that I be fired for being rude to her. Now, guys, the thing is, the store has cameras. And turns out they investigated. And since the audio is not available, the only thing seen was me walking away from the woman and slamming the break room door behind me. Now, you think that's bad enough, right? Wrong. Guess what? I asked the supervisor, who is a longtime buddy of mine, to check the punching sheets. It's automatically filled in by the computer, but is editable by management, just out of curiosity. And guess what? Someone's freaking deleted my break time that was logged into the system. So now, not only am I being accused of refusing service to a customer, but I'm also being accused of not clocking out and leaving the premises to get food. What the frick, guys? Was this a computer error, or did the manager really do this on purpose to save his own butt? Or does he simply not like me? We do have a long history of run-ins with each other and it's openly well known that he doesn't like me to be fair. But guys, here is the thing. I will not lay down and die like a little dog. I will freaking fight this thing to the end. Even if right now it seems like I have no allies. I don't know what I can do to fight this thing, but I will dang well try my hardest. Updates will follow if something new comes to light. 
Thanks. And don't you worry, guys, because just one day later, we got our second update. So basically, two big things happened today, and I will try to explain them in as much detail as possible. One, I woke up bright and early and made a call to corporate. My plan here was simply to state that I needed my issue investigated further, even if it seemed like there was no problem on their end. As expected, the person on the other end of the phone told me the same thing that they'd already told me the first time I called. But then I said the magic word, subpoena. As soon as I made the calm yet firm threats, that person immediately told me to hold on for a second. He got his supervisor on the line to whom I explained my situation once again, and he assured me that he would see into the matter. Oh, and I also asked for a way to email the president of the company, and I sent an email to him explaining my situation as well. So that was that, but I didn't stop there. See, I had another plan. I was going to catch my manager myself red-handed. You know, just in case corporate done goofs. So the second big thing, I walk into work and I immediately go into the manager's office. I stand in front of him and the conversation goes like this. I have to speak with you about something really important. Can it wait? I need to finish looking over these documents before 12. No, it can't wait. My supervisor told me that my clock in and clock out time from lunch three days ago was not on the log. I know I punched out an N, so what happened? Huh, weird. I'll look into it for you, all right? Oh, no need. See, I already called corporate and they said they'd look into it personally. At this point, I had the widest poop-eating grin I've ever had in my life. It felt good, man. Real freaking good. The manager audibly gulps at this point. No doubt pooping bricks. You know, that really wasn't necessary. You could have come to me about this first. Oh, I know, but I just didn't want to waste your time, seeing as how you're always busy and all. You have more important things to do, like look over documents. At this point, he visibly begins to get annoyed by my attitude and my sarcastic tone, but I'm just enjoying it way too much. Now, listen, OP, I'm not really liking your tone right now. I apologize. Anyways, I just wanted to give you a heads up in case corporate asks you any questions. You know how they are. At this point, some of you might be thinking why I said that last part. Why? Because I had a small suspicion that since he is a recently made manager, three months on the job now, he probably didn't know that the system logs all deletions and re-entries. Sure, you'd be told this if you become manager, but I was trying my luck at this point. Because A, I don't see who else could have deleted my log times. And B, if it was him who deleted them, he obviously didn't know about the fact that the deletions are tracked. So what was my end game here? Simple. I was hoping that due to this threat about corporate, he would simply go back and add my times back onto the log. And guess what? He did just that. A couple of minutes after our conversation, he comes up to me and tells me, look, I found out what the problem was. There was a glitch in the system and apparently it didn't register your punches, but everything is fixed now. Your log times should be there now. Wow, thanks. I appreciate it. No problem. But wait a minute, there's more. Just a couple of hours into my shift, I see the manager leaving the store, angrily slamming the manager office's door on his way out. When I asked my supervisor buddy what had happened, the convo went like this. Dude, why is he so angry? I don't know. He was with corporate on the phone for a few minutes, and then he asked me why I told you that the time logs were missing. Hold up, let me go and find out. So my supervisor runs out the front doors to catch up with my manager. They talk for a while outside, after which my manager gets into his car and angrily drives off. Then my supervisor comes back inside, walks up to me and says, Dude, I'm sorry to tell you this, but he's screwed. 
Corporate found evidence of data tampering in the punch in log. Apparently, he deleted your times yesterday and added them back today, this morning, to cover his butts. Wow. Yep. How didn't he know about the system's ability to track that stuff? I don't know, man. So, there's that. He will probably get fired and I will probably, well, keep my job. I could not have done that without you guys or your support. And I certainly could not have come up with half of the ideas or thought processes that got me out of this hole. And for those of you saying that I should have just left it be instead of causing more problems. No, that is not how you do things when someone is trying to screw with your life. Thanks again for all your support. I hope I've got more stories to share with you all in the near future. Hopefully customer related and not job threatening this time. OP signing off. Peace. So there we go. Having looked through some of the comments on the first post that OP made, it is clear that they had so much advice at their disposal. So many different ideas or ways to go about doing this. And what they did was brilliant. So fair play to the people of the internet and Reddit for giving such good tips. And um, yeah, ultimately helping OP come to this phenomenal conclusion. I've got to say, it's pretty cool that someone like this, who's in a bad spot at work, can go on the internet, post about their troubles and get so much elite advice that just sorts their situation out. And for the people that were saying just leave it and don't make too much of a big deal out of it no op potentially could have lost their job over this absolutely not i 100 disagree good stuff hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.